everyone, welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. On this episode, we're going to hear from Lee Ryder, Steve Bruce and Blackburn Rovers writer Jacob Crook as we preview Newcastle's EFL Cup clash with Blackburn at St James's Park. We'll also hear from Lee on the news that Mike Ashley has started legal proceedings against the Premier League. All this to come on the Everything Is Black and White podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Now, just before we get into previewing Newcastle's game against Blackburn, we'll start with the news that Mike Ashley has set the wheels in motion for legal action against the Premier League to do with the failed Newcastle United takeover. Now, in a statement released by Blackstone Chambers, which is a barrister group based in London, they released a statement this morning which said, and I quote, Shaheem Fatima QC and Nick DeMarco QC are acting for Newcastle United FC and Mike Ashley instructed by Denton's in a dispute with the Premier League about its rejection of a takeover bid by PC Capital Partners, the Rubin Brothers and the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia based on its owners and directors test. Now, a lot of excitement over this on social media. Um, the, the, the two QCs appointed here are really, really, uh, they've got really good expertise. They're really experienced in both their fields. Nick DeMarco has been described as the Lionel Messi of sport law by Kevin uh, Maguire, who's the ex, the finance expert. So that tells you all you need to know about the two acting on behalf of Newcastle. And we've got a little profile over on Chronicle Live. What does it mean for the takeover? Plenty of questions. Is it Mike Ashley's way of trying to force through a takeover? Well, given that the Premier League say it's not being rejected, that would be quite an interesting uh, outcome. Is it to do with compensation? Various reports say it's not. Here's Lee Ryder's latest understanding of the situation. Well, I think the legal challenge just backs up what Mike Ashley said in a statement the other day that appeared uh, on the club website and really it's him taking the Premier League into battle, uh, a legal battle and I suppose for the supporters this is as positive a step you can get given that the whole thing collapsed not so long ago. Um, What is Mike Ashley looking to achieve from this? Would it reverse their decision, the Premier League? I'm sure they would probably stick to their sort of guns on it, really, because you know they've made this decision um, to to request the information which wasn't provided. So they'll say they're safeguarding the league. So it's yeah, it's it's a messy situation, really. Um, but what Mike Ashley could achieve from it, he, could he possibly get compensation? Um, to the tune of quite a lot of, you know, 200 million, whatever whatever he thought he was going to make from this selling the club. Um, we'll see. But look, from his point of view, it's him trying to, to back up his words in the statement the other day. Certainly, while he's here, he's going to try to, to keep Steve Bruce funded with, with, with players. Um, but overall, you know, we wait to see what the, the outcome of this one is. So there's a view of Lee Ryder, who'd actually just left the press conference with Steve Bruce when this news broke. And we're now going to hear from the Newcastle United head coach, who's been speaking about the team he might play against Blackburn Rovers um, and his thoughts and aims on the competition. I'll still, we'll still take it seriously, but you know the, the, the competition this year, as I said, was condensed by seven weeks. So we're going to play a lot more games. But look, I've got a squad now. I had seven behind me on Saturday who you know all probably played in the team last year or have gotten the team so I've got a squad of players now who I will make changes I'm not going to dispute that but when I look at what we've got in strength then I still expect us to try and get through 
And um, I think that's going to be vitally important for the players who haven't played. And the one thing which we have struggled with since I've been in the club anyway is is playing the amount of games over Christmas last year. You know, we played Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, whatever it was. We struggled with it. And we struggled in lockdown towards the, the back end of it. So we will be making changes. I make no excuse for that, but I still expect us to be getting into the next round. So there we have Steve Bruce admitting that he's going to make lots of changes. But given the strength of that bench on Saturday, you had Joe Linton and Almiron, you know, coming off Sean Longstaff. You've got Ryan Fraser. The team that he's going to put out isn't necessarily going to be uh, so much weakened. Obviously, it looks like the likes of maybe Alan St. Maxwell and Calm Wilson may not feature from the start. But to be able to bring in Ryan Fraser, to be able to bring in, uh, you know, the likes of Joe Linton, it's not the worst. Uh, I'm not going to say backup, but it's not the worst team to put out, is it? And he and Steve Bruce seems really focused as well. He wants to get through the next round. You know, he said that I expect to get through the next round. So, you know, he's expecting nothing but a win against Blackburn. Um, so that's really positive to hear, isn't it? We're going to hear now from Lee Ryder on his views on the uh, press conference and also the news that uh, Yoshinori Muto is nearing an exit. He's set ahead to La Liga on loan. So we're back to the League Cup again for Newcastle United and it's a real opportunity to get through. I think Blackburn Rovers uh, will come here and they know that their priority this season is very different in Newcastle. They've got to get try to get a playoff place in the championship and this game doesn't really fit onto that agenda, especially with the condensed nature of the month of September. So I think Tony Mowbray will certainly be making changes. I think the word sort of emerging from the Blackburn camp is that he's trying to persuade Adam Armstrong not to play, um, trying to rest him because he knows that he needs him firing on all cylinders for their league game at the weekend. I think they play Wickham, so... Look, I think this is an opportunity for Newcastle. Yes, there'll be a lot of changes, but doesn't mean that they're going to necessarily be negative changes because you look at some of the players coming in. Matt Ritchie doesn't like losing. Ryan Fraser making his debut. Uh, Mark Gillespie, and uh, there's there's going to be a few. There's going to be a few. So it, it's going to be very interesting. Muto's exit, I think, uh, was inevitable. Like that, you know, last season when Newcastle had big injury problems, he still didn't get his chance. Uh, I guess you know Steve Bruce coming in, it, it inheriting somebody else's sort of player and Muto, it just didn't just didn't work out for him. So yeah, disappointing um, for him. But he goes to Spain now and you know different league. Uh, but hopefully um, he can make success of it. Um, we've seen Hostler had a very good season in there last year. So we'll see if Muto can you know deliver what. What he couldn't do at Newcastle. Yeah, just quickly the prediction. I think for me, Newcastle will go through, whether it's in 90 minutes or you know whatever whatever they need to do. I think they'll get through because they're strong strong enough, even with all those changes. And some players will be looking to impress, particularly Ryan Fraser on his debut, Mark Gillespie on his debut. I, th- I think that's a strong enough team. Um, I've had a few hints on who who will play. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty convinced they'll, they'll get through. Uh, it'll be a big blow if they don't because it's a it's an opportunity to to get a tie at Morecambe or Oldham in the next round, which just then just keeps your season alive. Um, each week, you know, you've got a cup game, and for Newcastle, if they can keep that going all the way to December when it's the quarterfinals, that'd be fantastic. 
So just a quick note, we're now over on YouTube at the Everything is Black and White podcast. And if you're liking what you're hearing, why not come and see what we're producing? We'd really like you to hit subscribe. We're also over on Instagram at Chronicle NUFC and in the usual place on Twitter and Facebook. We'd really like the likes, the reviews and the subscriptions because without your continued support, we can't get very far. So thank you very much for listening. There you heard from Lee Ryder, who's confident Newcastle are going to make it through to the next round of the EFL Cup. Now, a pleasure to say, joined by Lancashire Live's Jacob Crook, who covers Blackburn. He'll be up at St James Park to cover the clash on Tuesday night. I spoke to him about Blackburn, about the season so far, and of course about the return of Adam Armstrong, who might have a point to prove back home on Tyneside. Hello and welcome to Everything Is Black and White podcast. For those listening on our podcast channel, Thank you very much for those watching on YouTube. Hello, I'm joined by Lancashire Live's Jacob Crook. And we're going to preview Newcastle's game against Blackburn tomorrow in the EFL Cup. Jacob, Jacob, first off, a few injuries for Blackburn. So can you just tell our listeners and our viewers what those are and how that might affect the team tomorrow night? Yeah, so um, squad numbers are, are pretty tight at the minute. Um, Bradley Johnson is, is a new absentee. He's, uh, he's picked up an ankle injury from the defeat on Saturday against Bournemouth. Uh, Sam Gallagher's been out for um, pretty much the whole of pre-season. Um, and so he hasn't featured at all yet uh, and he's been absent. Uh, there's a young lad called Jack Vale. Um, he was in and around the first team set up towards the end of last season, but he's out for about eight weeks with a, with an injury. So, um, they're the three main ones, but all in all, like squad numbers are, are, are pretty tight at the minute. So that's where they're looking to try and make a few additions before the end of the window. Did I read somewhere that I think Tony Mowbray said he, he's training with 17 ahead of tomorrow's trip, which isn't ideal. And they've got another couple of injuries, tweaks and that. You're going to be looking at a, a very depleted squad up at St. James's Park tomorrow night. Yeah, there's a lot of um, a lot of youth team players that's sort of in the in the fold at the minute. Um, but the under 23s have got a game against uh, against Sunderland this afternoon, and um, so a few of them will be will be taking part in that. But at the minute, it's, it's quite a quite a young squad. A lot of the um, players from the academy have sort of come onto the first team scene uh, lately. Um, so it is quite a youthful side. Um, and yeah, he's, he's about, like I said just before, in terms of getting additions, he's trying to get a bit of experience in, but obviously that won't happen before tomorrow. Steve Bruce said in his press comments today that he expects to progress. He's going to make quite a few changes, but he still expects to get into the next round. So just how important are Blackburn taking this? Um, obviously, I imagine doing well in the championship comes first, but do Blackburn, you know, obviously, do they want to do well? Is this a cat scene as a priority, perhaps? Um, yeah, I spoke to Mowbray about it this morning and he, he said, obviously, oh, we'd all have a cut run and, and stuff, but he, he, he didn't hide away from the fact that he sort of already got one eye on, on Saturday in the, in the league against Wickham. So um, he'll, make, he'll make one or two changes, um, obviously try and keep things fresh, but he wants to put out a competitive side. He feels he, like the team can give a good game. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll go for it tomorrow night anyway. So Bournemouth were the opposition on Saturday, 3-2 defeat for Rovers. It seemed like uh, Blackburn were looking to kind of maybe win that game towards the end there and then obviously a late goal. Um, how was it? I mean, did, were Blackburn good for the for the win? Did they deserve the win? Well, did, did, did they deserve to win rather um, before Bournemouth sneaked the winner? 
Yeah, I'll tell you what, for a neutral, it was, it was a cracking game. If, if anybody got the highlights of it, it was, it was a really good encounter. Um, towards the end, I, I felt like there was only one team that was going to win it, and I, it was it was Blackburn. Um, and then again, the same like familiar tale of defensive lapses sort of came in, and um, they conceded late on. Um, but for the first half was evenly matched. Um, again, they went ahead through a pretty good goal. Uh, but I fought back on two occasions and um, I, I thought a draw would have been a fair result but towards the end of the game they, they were the more dominant side I think that sort of bodes well for the rest of the season with them really Losing that game so late on though will that impact what happens tomorrow night perhaps will they feel deflated or because it's so early in the season you're still learning your feet you're still you know, learning your, your best side and the, the way you play so how do you think that late that late defeat will impact tomorrow. I think they always they've always responded well uh, in, to to adversity. Um, they've always sort of been able to pick themselves up after a, after a tough defeat. Um, and yeah, you can you can expect a response from them tomorrow night. But um, they'll definitely go for it and a, a chance to play against the Premier League side, especially a, a venue like St James's as well. They'll they'll be relishing the the opportunity to play there. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I think I'll give them a good game. Um, whether it's enough to get a victory or not is a completely different matter. And one man who will be relishing coming home is Adam Armstrong. A fan favourite, really, among some quarters of the support. I think people would have loved to have seen him following the footsteps of Alan Shearer, you know, Jordy wearing that number nine shirt. He's, he's done, you know, very well at Blackburn. He scored against Bournemouth and he was talking about taking the positives into tomorrow's game. Will he start, first of all? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd expect him to start. I mean, um, I talked about numbers being pretty light. Uh, it's in the attacking department where it's it's extremely light at the minute. And Moby pays like a four three three at the minute. So um, and he's only got Armstrong, Ben Brereton, um, Joe Rankin, Costello, and, and Tyree Stolen to pick from. So I fully expect him to to lead the line tomorrow night. But um, I was I was looking at his numbers yesterday, and um, I he scored sixteen league goals last season. Uh, only four of them sort of came before December, uh, before Bradley Dack got injured, and a lot of responsibility, especially the goal scoring responsibility at Blackburn, was was on Bradley Dack. And when he got injured, sort of Adam took it upon himself to to, to lead the line, and he's he's thrived in it, and obviously scored another twelve uh, in the second half of a season. Um, it's sort of like. Well, you've probably seen like he's, he's some of the goals that he scored last season as well. Some of them are ridiculously good um, from distance. But Mowbray was saying that he sort of needs to add that the, the clinical, the, the potent sort of side to him to get into the penalty area and and like be anticipating the cross and stuff. And he, he seems to have added that to his game in recent months. And he proved that on Saturday. And I think that'd be the difference between him being sort of like a 15 goal a season striker to maybe a 20, 25 goal a season striker in a championship. And it'd be coming back to tie side with something to prove, I imagine as well. So that might give Blackburn that little bit of extra edge perhaps going into that game. Yeah, he's, he's always like, he's, he's like a bottle of pop. He's always like fizzing about on the pitch and in little uh, bursts and stuff. And I got against Bournemouth on Saturday, like he's pressing high, he was chasing after a lost ball was a few times where he caught out the goalkeeper Mark Travers um, like he caught him out in possession so he'll be yeah he'll be well up for it I've got no doubt about that 
So we mentioned there about kind of the the lapse of concentration, perhaps in the defence um, against Bournemouth. Is that a regular occurrence? If I was going to ask you to name a, a weakness of this Blackburn side that Steve Bruce should look to exploit, perhaps, um, or maybe he's picked up on the on the tapes and what have you, what would it be? Would it be that defensive, uh, you know, mistakes? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the the defence is sort of a, an area of concern for for Mowbray and his, his team at the coaching staff at the minute. Um, they're looking to bring in defensive recruits. I mean, he's, he's talked about bringing in a, a man to, to partner Daryl Lenahan at centre-back um, and they've, they've failed to do that so far, but they're still obviously keen to bring in a, a, a new defender and, and a left-back as well. But um, yeah, sort of like the, the system that Mowbray started to play, it like, requires the full-backs to sort of push high up and it sort of leaves them exposed at, at, at the back. Um, and if you can sort of hit them on the counter, that's, that's where at the they're at their weakest. So um, it's it's definitely def- like sort of down the middle defensively where they they look vulnerable. And in terms of their the main strength that Newcastle really have to look out for, what what would you recommend? See Bruce maybe does his homework on. I think it, it would be to watch out the fullbacks. It's sort of a, a mix and match actually. Um, Ryan Nyambi on the right when when he pushes on. Um, he looks a constant threat and when sort of rovers overload out wide it um it can be difficult to handle and when they get the service right then obviously when you've got the likes of Armstrong in 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 the box he'll um he'll take his chances when they come. So And in terms of Newcastle, I mean what are you most looking forward to seeing? Steve Bruce says he's gonna make a lot of changes. So um unfortunately the yeah, well fortunately maybe for Blackburn, the likes of Alan St Maximum maybe rested, perhaps even Callum Wilson. Um, but what are you most look, looking forward to seeing when you uh, you travel up tomorrow night? Um, yeah, it was sort of individual talents I was sort of looking forward to seeing. So, so the likes of St. Maximan and Almiron and those sort of players there are very fair. Obviously, going up to St. James's is always a always a great, great trip. Um, I actually always love going to that ground. So, um, looking forward to that. But yeah, I'll be interested to see how Ryan Fraser gets on obviously there's been a lot of publicity about him uh, as of late so see whether he's worth a hype uh, that's, that's come with it um, but yeah no it's, it's always good to, to play against Newcastle always a, an interesting tie and um, I, well shouldn't, probably shouldn't be saying this but I'm a, I'm a Birmingham fan normally and obviously Steve Bruce is a, I'm a big fan of his so be good to see him Ryan Fraser looks like he probably will start. I think Steve Bruce has pretty much confirmed that in his press conference uh, this morning. Well, just to wrap up then, Jacob, give me your score prediction for Newcastle United versus Blackburn in the EFL Cup. Um, I'll go... Oh, you know, I'll, 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 be, I'll be sensible. I'll go 2-1 Newcastle. Um, I, I expect probably both teams will score in it. Um, just purely because our Rovers can attack but also defend as well. So yeah, go for 2-1. Fantastic. Well, we appreciate you joining us on the Everything is Black and White podcast and have a safe trip up to the North East tomorrow. Grant, thank you for having me. So just a quick note, we're now over on YouTube at the Everything is Black and White podcast and if you're liking what you're hearing, why not come and see what we're producing? We'd really like you to hit subscribe. We're also over on Instagram at Chronicle NUFC and in the usual place on Twitter and Facebook. We'd really like the likes, the reviews and the subscriptions because without your continued support, we can't get very far. So thank you very much for listening.